Last time on Improv Tabletop, our dastardly villains were in the sky high above London after just having gotten blown up out of Big Ben. Darn that James Bond, he foiled our plan once again. They came up with a plan. They spoke with Dr. Evil for a little bit, but he had to go to group therapy with his son. They spoke to Dr. Doofenshmirtz for a little bit, but he had to go pick up his daughter. <laughs> uh, but they got some cool equipment along the way that might work, uh, depending on how well Dr. Doofenshmirtz actually did in creating these inventions. But they came up with a plan to create a cyborg woman. Well, I guess an android, uh, just a robot woman, a fembot, <laughs> the perfect woman that would attract James Bond and he would fall in love with it. So combining the likenesses of Sarah Palin, Xenia Onatop, and an older version of Vanessa Doofenshmirtz, they created <laughs> Dr. Betty Botti, the perfect woman. And they sent her down to Nando's to try and find James Bond, which she did. And uh, she was like, hey, we got to figure out a way to get this guy out of the country. Uh, oh, I, I have tickets to ABBA and my friend dropped out. Do you want to come to Finland with me to watch ABBA? And then they had to find ABBA tickets. So they kidnapped Harry Styles and used <laughs> Harry Styles' social media clout to get 600 people to give them their tickets to this ABBA concert in Helsinki. They went to Helsinki. They hired some mercenaries to go kill James Bond when the signal was given, and they went up to the audio booth. They killed a guard who was trying to prevent them from getting in there. They fired all the actual audio engineers, and when Jaws noticed that uh, James Bond was trying to hit on Dr. Betty Botti, he got angry and decided, I'm going to go take out this guy right now. So he went clomping down, and the others were like, okay, we need a distraction. Let's get ABBA playing right now. <laughs> so ABBA started playing the song Under Attack as Jaws punched James Bond in the back of the head. <laughs> a whole big pandemonium ensued. The assassins came out and tried to kill James Bond. James Bond stepped on Dr. Betty Botti's ankle, pinning her to the ground in a failed attack attempt. And Dr. Bobblehead, your name, I keep forgetting your name, and Dr. Bobblehead <laughs> fired a ray of explosive sound at James Bond's head, causing one of his eardrums to blow out. So we are in the middle of a fight at an ABBA concert. What's going to happen next? Let's find out here in the world of Bond Must Die. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Connor Wood, inventor of the Infinite Ammo Rocket Launcher. Uh, Evan Peterson, user of the Infinite Ammo Rocket Launcher. Justin Porter, <laughs> a.k.a. JP, and what makes you think this is my first time? Mm. Bonus points if you know which James Bond movie that's from. I don't. I do not. <laughs> that's, for the, that's for the listeners at home. You get some free JP points with that one. Yeah. But yeah, we are in the middle of a fight at an ABBA concert. And uh, here's, okay, I'm going to kind of set the stakes for us here. The, the music is blaring. There's assassins all around you. People are starting to scream. There's blimps up in the sky, various news outlets from various European nations trying to figure out what's happening here. And James Bond, seeing that the jig is up, he looks down at Dr. Betty Botti and says, Ah, a fembot the entire time. I should have known. And he looks up at you, Jaws, and says, You tried to make the perfect woman, eh? Well, I think you failed. Because if you ask me, the perfect woman does everything I want her to do. And he takes his watch and points it in the direction of Dr. Botti and taps some buttons on it. And he's going to try and reprogram your robot. No! Ah. He worked really hard on that! <laughs> Joss, you should bite him! He's going to roll with Clever to try and reprogram the bot. 
That is a plus four. Aww. And Dr. Botti is going to defend with, I think, quick to try and leap out of the way. Getting a plus four. It's a tie. Uh, James Bond is going to spend a fate point. Oh, no! Because chauvinism is cool, right? <laughs> cricket, 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 cricket. <laughs> Anybody? Uh. And he looks up at the stage, and all of the members of ABBA are just glaring at him. Yeah. And he's like, I think it's time I made my timely escape. <laughs> Dr. Botty, why don't you be a deer and destroy everybody here in the stadium while I escape? No. And he leaps up over, he does like a double backflip over a bunch of the assassins. He would. And starts running. And Dr. Botti looks up at you, Jaws, and says, I'm sorry, I have my orders. Oh no, we need to decapacitate her. She's causing too much damage for us and not other people. But how do we take down the perfect woman? Mm. Tears start to well in Jaws' eyes. Don't worry, Jaws. I have a less than evil plan for this one. We legally marry her to Jaws. <laughs> yep. I, I do not see where you are going with this. <laughs> that's because I always have an evil quota to fill, which means I like to do contingencies upon contingencies. And that includes a legal clause I programmed into her DNA itself. That means <laughs> if she were to at any point be taken from us, we could invoke the law of marriage by marrying her to one of us three and then <laughs> whatever command has taken her mind from us will be superseded by this marriage. It's genius and matrimony. I have to say that is genius. <laughs> and so convenient. <laughs> I did it earlier. Let's uh, get the paperwork going quick. <laughs> yeah, let's have you roll to overcome with clever. And Dr. Botti is also going to roll to overcome with clever to see if uh, she can manage to like overcome the sort of conflict of orders that she's got going on here. Yeah. Whatever the case, you just want to roll higher than her. Yeah. That, that's how games work. Uh, two. Uh, she got a one. Woo, okay. I turn around and uh, I take a look at Dr. Manhattan and uh, I say, no. You don't want to marry? You can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved her. <laughs> I do. That's why I'll only marry her if she wants to. She is a robot. She does not have the free will. You see that she is looking at Jaws and she's like got her fist pulled back like she's going to try and sock him right in the gut. And then she gets this conflicting command and you see her head kind of spin back and forth a little bit. And there's a little circuit that pops and she looks at you, Jaws, and says, I'm terribly sorry for what I'm about to do, but I can't control myself. She takes one stress as she manages, like one stress of psychic damage, essentially, no. as she disobeys the order that she's been given from James Bond. Uh, she loves you! Now quick, marry her! <laughs> at this point, Abba has begun the Beatles cover portion of their set. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick, Jaws! the robot don't worry jaws i will take this time and i bust out my watch and i start getting on the internet and i'm like i will become an online chaplain to marry you <laughs> it's so easy nowadays 
while he does his online course to be certified by <laughs> we're in canada aren't we we're in finland yeah finland yeah okay helsinki yes. why do i think canada ab is from sweden but we're in finland we're in helsinki i think the law in finland says anyone can marry anyone like anyone <laughs> can officiate any part of any wedding i'm pretty sure that's the law in finland don't google that or quote me on that but i'm pretty sure that's <laughs> i'm sure that Ka caleb who has lived in finland definitely will be able to corroborate yeah. that for us yeah, yeah, yeah. he will definitely agree <laughs> you can back me up. Um, anyway, <laughs> while JP Googles things, I'm going to, I guess, try and dodge any incoming attacks from your potential future wife bot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from busy body. All right, let's have you roll to overcome with quick then. She's going to, once again, try and roll with clever to see if she can overcome her uh, conflicting orders. She gets a plus two. Minus two. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Okay, actually, okay, I don't dodge. I take it back with that roll. I just let her hit me and say, it's okay. You could never hurt me. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, it's it's literally true because you can never hurt Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's too strong. Too strong. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to be able to use Forceful for that instead, bringing it up to just a flat zero instead of a minus two. Ayo. So, yeah, uh, you still are going to take, though, two stress Whew. as fist after fist connects with your torso and you're kind of reeling back and forth. Like, you're not actually going to take damage from this, but this is a really strong robot that you guys made. Yeah. So, yeah, getting a little bit uh, a little bit stressed out. The woman that you love is hurting you. I uh, I step in. I was like, don't worry. I will step in with my latest in invention. And um, I, I pull out my watch, type in some stuff into my watch, and then a little drone comes out of nowhere, and it shoots this ring. <laughs> shoots this ring to, 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 like, encapsulate, to, like, constrain her and stuff. I say, I call this, if you like it, you should have put a ring on it. Oh boy. Oh my God. Yeah, roll to overcome with Clever. Does Abba start playing that too? Yeah, they're doing the Beyonce cover portion <laughs> of their concert now. I got a plus three. Ooh, she got a plus five. Ooh, dang. We made such a good robot. Um, I'm gonna use a fate point. All right. To re-roll, and my fate point will be because of my really cool monocle. <laughs> I'm just gonna like a uh, Ghostbusters this thing and shoot her with uh, some lasers out of my eyes to hold her. Yeah, get, get a better targeting system on that. And I got a plus four. Ooh. Then I use another fate point because I am top heavy <laughs> and my head falls down forward and so it kind of drags her and knocks her to the ground too. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you, you've got it like perfectly locked on and then you trip and <laughs> the system kind of goes haywire. The ring is like kind of flipping all over the place, drags her down to the ground. She is restrained, and so you get one shift over her, and you see her head once again start spinning back and forth, and you see another spark shoot out of her neck. Uh, she takes one more sort of mental stress there. Hmm. And let's see, Connor hasn't gone yet. So it's either Connor or Dr. Bati at this point. Uh, I guess Connor. Okay. Oh no, our robot is so strong and hot! We need to stop her! Um, did the constriction thing not work all the way? So not all the way, she okay. she's on the ground, but she is still kicking as it were. I activate chloroform! Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I, ha I have some pocket chloroform. I'm just gonna throw it at her. All right, I think that sounds mm, careful to try and get it there without her uh, flailing around too much. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, cool. 
Oh, beautiful. We got we got a positive one. And she got a positive three. Oh, no. She's immune to chloroform. What was I thinking? She is a robot. She doesn't breathe. I'm a fool. <laughs> I should have spent more time in evil college. So, yeah, you're trying to chloroform the robot, and <laughs> she just kicks you right between the legs. You take two stress. That'll do her. All right. And she's the only one who hasn't had her own action this round. So she, at this point, is going to kind of do a kip up. So she's standing, her arms are still restrained by the ring, but she's going to like sort of Princess Fiona style leap up and with both legs do like a flying barrage of tornado kicks. And she is trying to just eliminate as many of these assassins as she can. So she's going to roll to attack with forceful. Getting a plus three. Dang, girl. The assassins are going to defend with quick to try and dodge out of the way. Getting a minus one. Oh my, what do we pay these guys for? So you see assassins just flying in every direction. Uh, it's kind of like uh, in the Matrix when Neo shoots all of the doctor. Uh, yeah. Not doctor. There's too many doctors in this <laughs> campaign. All, all of the Hugo Weavings. He's <laughs> Agent Smith. Yes. All of the Agent Smith. It's like that. They just go flying all over the place as she is a tornado of pain here in the center. Cool. Um, we're on to our next exchange. She's going to pass it over to Jaws. Oh, no. <gasps> I, don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, Kill her with love. <laughs> Bats your baby blues at her. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and, and hug her to restrain her. All right, that sounds pretty forceful to me. Oh, don't say it like that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Well, you're, you're, you're trying to restrain her, are you not? Here, I'm trying to give you a leg up. Oh, that's a plus five. She gets a plus two. Okay. So yeah, I, I, put, her, I put her in the bear hug. Yeah, you grab her out of the air and her head once again starts spinning as she's trying to overcome her conflicting orders from James Bond and her head stops spinning, it's facing right towards you, and you see there's a little tear of oil dripping out of one of her eyes, and she says, I'm sorry, Charles, I never wanted to hurt you. I believe that you can do it. You can kill James Bond. And then her robotic head explodes. Dang it! Dang it! Dang it! Dr. Manhattan says, uh, over, <laughs> over the album music. What a mess. I mean, you gotta have a traumatic death if it's yeah. a Bond movie. Just don't look. Just come here, buddy. What do you mean, don't look? My face is covered in oil. Don't look at the oil all over <laughs> you. Uh, and I, I, I get my, my the helicopter that comes out of my hat or whatever, fly down. I get a little, like, na uh, handkerchief, and I'm like, <laughs> zah, zah. Let's just clean up your face. And I start cleaning his face. Jaws is just frozen, wide-eyed, still holding the body. Oh. Just remember, there is always more fish in the sea, or we can create a new one. Yeah. I think hold off on the create a new one talk for a little. Let's, um, let me, let me try this. Okay, I'm going to go to her spine and try and recover, like, a memory card. <laughs> All right, roll to overcome what's clever. Okay. Hello, um... Five. Nice. They're the good rolls. Yeah. So you managed to extract the sort of audiovisual data log of all the conversations that she'd been having with James Bond. And you can uh, get a read on maybe what some of his plans are that he's been divulging. Cool, cool. That is definitely, I, I want to take this back to our evil blimp or whatever once this excellent concert is over and look over all that. I also want to see if I can salvage any part of Dr. Bod's personality. We put a lot into her personality. 
Yeah, I think with a roll that good, you can also get the uh, SD card that has her personality on Whee! it. Okay, I've got these in my pocket. Bond escaped. That stinks, but at least we've got, uh, I don't know, two-thirds of an ABBA concert to go. Right, boys? Right, Jaws? <laughs> Come on, buddy, cheer up! <laughs> and you see all the members of ABBA are looking at the carnage, the exploded robot, <laughs> all of the henchmen <laughs> unconscious all over the place, and they all just go, Mamma Mia, and they start walking <laughs> off the stage. Do dancing, queen! <laughs> no, come back! Do the dancing, queen! Uh, oh, geez. Well, I think it is back to the chalkboard. Yeah. Now, Dr. Manhattan, you hear a little beeping coming from your pocket. Oh, jeez. You pull out your Palm Pilot. No, Evans is the one that has the Palm Pilot. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Scramblinator. Uh, you pull out you just, you know, your, your regular phone, and the tracker that one of your drones managed to plant on Bond is active. Hey, Lamau. <laughs> we know where he's at. Is that what Dr. Manhattan says? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Lamau. He spent a lot of time on the internet. <laughs> hey, Lamau. Where did you get your degree from? Was it an online school? <laughs> Most intriguing. Here comes that boy. <laughs> oh, rats. Let's go get him. All right. To the blimp. <laughs> All right, you leave the carnage of this ABBA concert behind you. <laughs> you're like using Dr. Bobblehead's little helicopter to get up towards your blimp. And as you're passing the other blimps, you can hear people reporting in all kinds of different languages. You eventually pass the British blimp where they're all like, James Bond has just destroyed an ABBA concert with a robot. We don't know why, but it's got to be a good reason, I'm sure. Let's blow up the BBC blimp. Let's blow them up. <laughs> yeah. They're pro-James propaganda. I fire a rocket launcher at them from our blimp. <laughs> Uh, roll to overcome with forceful. We are still villains. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a three. Yeah, the, the BBC blimp, uh, <laughs> kind of like puncturing a hole in a balloon. It starts just like <laughs> all over the place. Yes, um, evil quota filled for today. Yeah, you notice they just got into the portion where they were starting their interview with James Corden. And <laughs> as, as the blimp goes shooting off in all directions, James Corden flies out of the basket and uh, goes to pull the ripcord on his parachute. And it doesn't seem to be working, oh. but we're going to let uh, that resolve itself off screen. No, I've done good. No. <laughs> you took down James Corden. You did good. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a national treasure. Oh, that's so... so now now I imagine we're on the blimp and we're sitting around the table. Yes, let's check out this SD card thing, see if we can find out about James. Jaws hits the showers. <laughs> yeah, good call. Now, you, you look at the information on the SD card and you see it's kind of like from Dr. Botti's perspective and James is all like, yes, there's an oil rig offshore that uh, the Queen is wanting us to take over so that we can increase the per capita something something of the, I mean, it's the, the Bond sort of schemes are always so convoluted that you can't really follow them. <laughs> but here's the details. We're going to cause a world, like a global financial crisis oh. because that's usually somewhere in the mix. Oh no. Gentlemen, we have a dilemma. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it is a good idea idea but do we help him with his great idea or do we kill him which is the main thing we want to do i think and you see uh, dr evil turns around from the chair he's returned <laughs> have you ever heard of plagiarism and he puts his <laughs> pinky up to his mouth and gives a little smirk uh, yes the, the perfect evil crime <laughs> we learned all about plagiarism in evil college it was encouraged <laughs> it was encouraged <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if you ask me, Bond has all of the factors already put in place. We just need to step in and take over the plot. Mm. <laughs> I do like the takeover. I like to believe Dr. Evil has a button that says, I was a good listener today or something like that from the family therapy thing he came from. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have to take over the plot. We take his plan and kill him. So that brings up the first part of the plan and how do we kill him? Well, Jaws, I know how you like your PowerPoints. <laughs> what do you have for us in Department of Killing? Yes, show us the PowerPoint. Show the killing PowerPoint. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I start flipping through a little PowerPoint of all the, of a bunch of little, like, doodles written on restaurant napkins <laughs> of, like, a really big stick figure with a big jaw and a little stick figure with like smooth quaffed hair <laughs> and uh i go through you know me crushing his head oh this is good me biting his neck this is really good me throwing him off a cliff <laughs> me throwing him in a tank full of sharks <laughs> me tying him to a table with a laser beam slowly moving towards him Josh, these are so good <laughs> you should have gone to evil art school yeah <laughs> cool yes we need to make this happen you are so evil you're so evil john i love it you're so evil <laughs> Evil, you could have been like an animator for The Simpsons or something. I don't know. One, huh. one of my drawings is the essence of killing James Bond. It's just a bunch of shapes and colors. Oh, I really like this one. I'm going to think about this for a while. No time for that. Um, okay, so we know he's going to this oil rig. We know ultimately our plan for killing him once and for all has to do with Jaws biting him real hard. We need to fill in the line between point A and point B of these objectives. Yes. So we go to the oil rig. Yes. We find a way to constrain Bond, learn enough about his plan that we can finish it so we can be extra evil, and then plunge the world into financial crisis whilst killing our nemesis. Yes? Yes. Cool. Oil rigs are going to be so triggering for Jaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you need to put the post-traumatic stress behind you for a minute. Just don't think about it. We'll, we'll make new good memories at the oil rigs. <laughs> Just think about the good things that will happen with Bond out of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> My accent's going to, like, French. <laughs> and Jaws actually kind of starts to smile as he continues doodling more pictures. Yeah, yeah. You keep manifesting, Jaws. <laughs> Chart a course for the Mediterranean Sea or wherever this oil rig is. I don't know. I'm assuming. All right. And you hear the beeping of the tracker from your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Follow this. Follow this. All right. <laughs> you begin following and you see uh, after a while, uh, you get a visual on James Bond and you see he's in a really snazzy Aston Martin and he's driving super fast and putting everybody around him in danger as he's like zipping through traffic and stuff. Yeah, he would. I like to do evil just as much as the Nesk type, but the laws for driving are for a reason. <laughs> I know. Literally, traffic laws are the easiest laws not to break. Yeah. So. Yeah. In GoldenEye, I was like, I think I'm about to watch James Bond murder like two dozen bicyclists. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was a pretty stressful scene. I bet James Bond doesn't put the cart back at the grocery store. No way. <laughs> Collateral damage is not in his vocabulary. Ah. But yeah, you see he's driving along and at uh, one point the car almost kind of like takes a moment as if it's like looking back to see what's following it and then suddenly starts speeding up even faster the jig is up boys he looked in the sky one place we didn't want him to look <laughs> is he is he heading towards any like bodies of water uh yeah you see that uh he's he's kind of up high near the top of this mountain 
and there's a body of water down below. And what's that? An, an offshore oil rig? Oh, goodness. James Bond is heading. He's taking a shortcut. He leaps through the guardrail on the side onto a ski slope, and he starts driving down the ski slope so that he can get to this offshore oil rig. What? Just imagine the Aston Martin, like, pops out on his wheels like skis, and it just starts skiing down the mountain. Yeah. You gotta ask yourself what he's thinking. How dangerous is this? What if he dies halfway there? What does he accomplish with that? <laughs> and Dr. Evil goes, it's a car chase. Let's get him, boys. All right. To the various evil mobiles yeah various evil mobiles get the bobblehead buick <laughs> jaws is just gonna jump out of the blimp and start sliding down the mountain on his teeth <laughs> cool <laughs> to the dr manhattan mercedes benz <laughs> i'm still leasing it so i hope it doesn't get too damaged <laughs> and you see dr evil climbs into an egg-shaped pod and it closes and shoots up into space that's and he's like oh i forgot that's what this does <laughs> Nine. We're down a doctor. Uh. So we're chasing James Bond down a ski slope. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, I think there are rules for chases in Fate Accelerated, aren't there? Let me let me look through my book real quick. Does does Bobblehead's vehicle have a bobblehead on the dashboard? Of course. Yeah, but it's like so big that you can't see out the windows. <laughs> it's like unsafe <laughs> how big it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is like if you were to take Doctor Bobblehead and then put him in the proportions like a regular human to a bobblehead, <laughs> Doctor Bobblehead to a bobblehead like uh, same proportional change multiplies <laughs> yes okay contests examples include a car chase a public debate or an archery tournament all right so a public debate <laughs> public debate it's possible cool. that was plan b if this doesn't work <laughs> right that's for when we get around to our ace attorney campaign sometime in the future objection <laughs> all right so a contest proceeds in a series of exchanges in an exchange every participant takes one overcome action to determine how well they do in that leg of the contest compare your result to everyone else's if you get the highest result, you win the exchange. You score a victory, which you can represent with a tally or check mark on scratch paper and describe how you take the lead. Toit. If you succeed with style, you mark two victories. If there's a tie, no one gets a victory and an unexpected twist occurs. Ooh. The first person to achieve three victories wins the contest. All right, so we're all going to describe how we use this overcome action. Uh, I'm going to start with James Bond. James Bond sees that you are all chasing behind him, and he's going to uh, lay down an oil slick on oh. the snow, I guess. Saw oh, no. James Bond. <laughs> all right, he gets a plus four. Ooh. Dang it. I am not as brilliant as I think I am, but I shoot a laser at the oil to make it turn into fire so I don't slip on it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, roll to overcome with careful, I think, to aim. Ha! A straight zero. Yeah, great. Love it. Congrats. Yeah, I imagine you you set the oil on fire and then you drive straight into the fire <laughs> and you see your giant bobblehead of yourself uh, catches on fire in front of you. <laughs> oh no, they are burning off my unibrow. <laughs> the giant bobblehead in the front of my car is like hair is burning off. My signature unibrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Jaws, how would you like to overcome in this exchange? Oh, how to overcome an oil slick when you're just grinding on your teeth down a mountain. <laughs> and it's on fire now, isn't it? Um, I'm forceful. I'm gonna just plow right through the flaming oil and just pray I have strong enough, thick enough skin and my <laughs> iron teeth don't melt. That does sound pretty on brand for Jaws. 
Yeah, go ahead and roll to overcome with Forceful. But during the time since our last recording, I did watch The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker, the two movies starring Jaws. Nice. And, you know, people talk about how, you know, James Bond, he's so cool, nothing ever shakes him. You want to talk about somebody who brushes off absolutely every situation? <laughs> Let's talk about our man Jaws. It's true. I mean, doesn't he jump out of a plane in Moonraker and land without a uh, parachute? He what? lands without a parachute. What? He falls off of a giant waterfall. An Egyptian ruin collapses on top of him. He's invincible. <laughs> he goes off an embankment in a car and lands in somebody's house. This guy, he, he, he kills a shark. He eats a shark, a little <laughs> shark. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's the Michael Myers of uh, James Bond. Yeah. He, he gets dropped into a shark tank and instead of dying, he's just like, bring it on and just bites the shark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I got a plus four. <laughs> plus four. All right. So you're tied with Bond for this exchange. Uh, I'll use a fate point invoking all brawn, no brain and add <laughs> two to my roll. Nice. Okay. So you're catching up and then Dr. Manhattan, what do you do? Okay. So <laughs> I'm in my Dr. Manhattan Mercedes Benz falling out of the sky. And I do have a big red button in my Mercedes van. I'm hoping it helps me do something. I don't remember what I programmed it to do, so. Okay, uh, that is a four. A four. Assuming, I, I was thinking clever. Uh, so assuming it's clever. Yeah, to whatever you programmed your big red button to do previously is going to have been something fortuitous. Yeah. All right, so you also get a four. You click the button and the shocks, like you had the suspension modified. Yeah. So you have intense shocks on this thing and it just boing, jumps you right over the top oh, of the fire. Oh, cool. So that means Jaws has one victory out of three. It's off to a good start. Yeah. Now we're going to go to the next exchange. James Bond looks through his rearview mirror, sees that you're all still catching up on him. Jaws a little bit faster. He is going to push another button on his Aston Martin and a missile is going to shoot out the back towards each of you. He's going to roll to overcome with flashy. He gets a plus one. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. That's pretty good for us. Yes. All right. Whose turn is the first? Uh, let's go same order as last. Dr. Bobblehead, what do you do? Okay, so I activate Dr. Bobblehead Kirby Mobile, and I and then <laughs> push the button, and then uh, my Dr. Bobblehead Bobblehead in the front of my car opens up his mouth and sucks in, like, suctions to sh take it and shoot it back. <laughs> All right. Roll to overcome with clever. Nine! Um, oh, you got a nine? That's, that's a good roll. No, it's <laughs> not a nine. It's, it's a nine is a no. Um, <laughs> plus one. Plus one. I, I mean, yeah, could have been worse. So we're tied. Yeah, but I'm going to uh, do my last fate point and say orange on a toothpick because his head's so big and get it at plus two. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it grabs the missile, shoots it back. Uh, we'll resolve that as we see what our other friends do. Uh, Jaws, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to like be sort of uh what's the word slaloming slaloming yeah. slaloming along <laughs> and then i'm gonna launch myself up in the air like a whale breaching or a salmon <laughs> jumping out of a river oh and i'm gonna God. bite the missile out of the air <laughs> all right rolls whoever come with forceful i know this hurts me and you're throwing me a bone but is this flashy instead of forceful for once <laughs> do you want it to be flashy because it can be flashy. i feel like it makes more sense even though it's bad for me <laughs> all right go for it uh 
So that's only a plus one, but I will use another fate point to invoke the great white bite <laughs> since I'm literally mm. fishing out right now. <laughs> All right. And, and add two to that. Yeah, you grab the missile out of the air and you can feel it like pushing back against your teeth. Like you managed to not trigger the explosive part, but it's still like shooting propellant out the back. So you've got this active missile in your teeth. <laughs> That'll come in handy. All right, and now... I guess, can I right now turn my head so it's pointing back towards James Bond and open my mouth, or will that be a next turn thing? Uh, well, I mean, JP got to shoot a missile back at Bond, so I guess you can shoot a missile back at Bond. I'll, I'll, I'll redirect it, turn my head, and just open my mouth so the propellant keeps shooting it back towards Bond. All right. And Dr. Manhattan, what do you do about your missile? I'm going to fire the homunculi cannon. <laughs> yeah. What is that, you ask? Well, That is what I ask. It's a cannon with a little demon in it. And the demon is going to catch catch the missile midair and then ride it like a bolt back. <laughs> back in pot. <laughs> go, go, my homunculi. All right, both clever, I suppose. I got three. To complete a demon summoning ritual on the fly. No, I did that. I did that a while ago. I've just been keeping him in a little ball. Yeah. All right, so plus three. Uh, you also, yeah, your homunculus <laughs> grabs the missile. It starts, three missiles converge on the Aston Martin at once. Um, we're going to, so here's the thing. All three of you tied for first place. So that means a twist occurs. Oh, goodness. Uh, the three missiles converge right at the Aston Martin. And at the last moment, uh, James Bond, he releases some flak from behind the car. And all three missiles explode when they reach the flak. And there's this massive fireball that goes shooting all straight up, like <laughs> straight up into the air, straight out to the sides. Just a giant wall of flame in front of you Jeez. as you're trying to converge on James Bond. Oh, no. <laughs> no, nine. So James Bond, he's on the other side of the fireball. So you can't quite see what he's doing at this point. But I'm going to roll to see how well he does it. And he gets a plus three. Uh, no. So, Dr. Bobblehead, you got a giant wall of fire in front of you. What do you do? Um, activate water gun. And I and I push another button, and then he just starts shooting my bobblehead in front of me, just starts shooting water, like, out of his leg, just starts <laughs> spewing water. All right. I mean, yeah, you're using your fancy contraption. You can probably use Clever for that one. That's perfect, because you never know when you want to harmlessly, like, shoot someone else's car in traffic with just water. <laughs> yeah. Plus six. Ooh, plus six. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a very, like, passive-aggressive. It's like, you just passed me on the right. I'm going to shoot you with my water gun. <laughs> yeah. Bad car. <laughs> Um, Did they just clean my window? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, plus six. Holy cow, that is quite good. Yeah, you create an opening in the flames and you go leaping through to the other side. Uh, Jaws, what are you going to do about this wall of flame? Uh, I mean, I already kind of, I feel boring, but I did already barrel through just one wall of fire today. <laughs> so I don't see why I couldn't do it again. Another one. Yeah. That's two out of three. <laughs> yeah, give me a forceful overcome. Plus three. Plus three. All right. So you, that ties with Bond, you breaching from the surface like a dolphin, you <laughs> grab the missile, shoot it in the other direction, and while you're still in midair, you see like the hoop that Dr. Bobblehead has created with the water gun, and like a graceful dolphin, you leap through that hoop to the other side. And now, Dr. Manhattan, what do you do about this wall of fire? Oh, man. I, I don't have very good car insurance, so I'm nervous. Uh... <laughs> 
I don't have any sort of like <laughs> fire extinguisher on the vehicle, but I do have a very large like pie thrower. Pie thrower? Yeah. Old school. Uh, <laughs> I'm totally out of the game. Can I just say half the things you say, I have to stop and say, did I hear what he just said? Right? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing a giant like Toontown's pie at the fire to try and put it out. Yeah. You bought this on the used market from the Joker, this Mercedes Benz. <laughs> Dude, it only had like 20,000 miles on it because he's always in jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, roll to overcome with uh, flashy, I think, for a giant pie. Okay. Okay, uh, four. Four. All right. So, yeah, you throw the pie and it creates a perfect circular opening for you to follow through. <laughs> oh, I, and, I can't believe that worked. And when you get to the other side, you've got a nice flambe on top of the pie. Sick. So Dr. Bobblehead is the one who wins this round. So you have one victory. Jaws has one victory. We need three victories to complete this chase. Okay. So James Bond, looking back and seeing that you've all made it through the wall of fire, he is going to take another tactic key, pushes some buttons on the console, and you see a like hang glider come sliding out of the top of his Aston Martin, and he's gonna try and take to the air to dodge you guys. So he's gonna roll for that. Oh no. Plus five. Oh jeez. Okay. So he's in the air now, huh? Yep. He starts taking off towards the oil rig. He starts taking off. He's not like way up in the air yet. Nope, he's still he's still starting to gain altitude. So, Dr. Bobblehead. I get out my monocle, except this is on the bobblehead in front of the car, and then it like zooms in a little bit, like a little like scope, and I want to snipe the, the wing. All right. See if I can pull a hole in the wing. Okay, that sounds, hmm, careful. Yeah, probably. To try and get aim on it. No, not careful. That's my worst. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, plus two. Plus two, oof. So the lasers go shooting off into the distance and uh, a beautiful majestic fir tree catches a flame. No! <laughs> well, at least I will take down the environment. That is pretty evil. Oh yeah, we hate the environment. <laughs> All right, next up we got Jaws. I want to do my dolphin jumps I've been doing because apparently that's an ability Jaws has now. <laughs> You're pretty good at those. And I want to bite onto the wing and like latch on and ride, the, ride it up. Oh my. All right. Uh, do you want that to be flashy to do the jump, or do you want it to be forceful to hold on? Forceful to hold on. <laughs> that makes sense. <gasps> Plus five. Dang. Okay, we've got a tie. We've got another tie. I've already used two of my three fate points, but if I can justify... You know, if I could use my last fate point to invoke the Iron Vampire, because this is a pretty... Uh... This is pretty bitey of me. That's a pretty vampire thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Treat <laughs> um, from a car. Also flying, you know, uh, pretty vampire-like. Yeah. <laughs> I could add two to that. All right. So you're up to seven. Jaws is winning this round. And Dr. Manhattan. Yes. I am going to park my car because I'm getting really stressed by this whole chase thing. And I cannot stress how bad my insurance is. <laughs> uh, park my car. I go to the trunk. And I get a jetpack. <laughs> okay. So I am going to fire up the jetpack and head for Bond. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a, a jetpack is quite a flashy sort of implement to be using. Okay. That's uh, a two. That's <laughs> a two. A two. So, yeah, you and Dr. Bobblehead, like, he, Dr. Bobblehead is busy, like, focusing through the scope, trying to shoot the wings of the glider. 
And so he doesn't notice that you have parked the car in front of him. So you have to like skid around it <laughs> to avoid hitting Dr. Manhattan and Dr. Manhattan. You have to like shoot off just to avoid getting hit by Dr. Bobblehead. So the two of you lose a bit of ground, but you look forward and you see Jaws like a majestic dolphin leap right over the top of both of you. Get him, Jaws, yes! And clamp onto the wing of the hang glider. I just, I just imagine like the free willy stance, like somebody just underneath him. Like, <laughs> I don't love that. So you have clamped onto the wing and James Bond, you see him struggling to keep the car like level because he's got this extra weight on the one side and he looks out at you and glares daggers towards you. We're getting very close. If Jaws can manage to pull off this last victory, then that will be the end of the chase. Uh, James Bond is going to pull out a gun and try and shoot you off the wing. He would. Ah, the walls of PBK. Plus five. I'm going to defend with forceful, I guess. All right. Just smile at him. And I have no more fate points. It all comes down to this. It's a plus four. Can we help? Yeah, they can each give you a plus one. Yeah. yeah, I'll give them a plus one, and I'll use my doctor yes and. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Just to agree with him. That was the right thing to do. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind him that we have an evil quarter to fill. And if he messes this up, we may lose Bond. So we just give him emotional support. <laughs> Don't worry, Joss, you can do this. <laughs> yeah. And you manage to angle it in just right. Like he's aiming right between the center of your eyes. And with this extra motivation, you're able to kind of like bounce down on the wing with just enough force to shift his aim off. And he hits you not between the eyes, but right in the front of your teeth. And it bounces off Ayo. and ricochets into the dashboard of the Aston Martin. Aha! You have gained the final victory in this chase. The Aston Martin goes down, 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 down towards the ground, towards the offshore oil rig. And Bond, seeing that this is about to go up in flames, he pushes a final button on the dashboard and the ejector seat shoots him up into the air as the Aston Martin is flying, flying towards the ground outside the oil rig. And I think that is where we're going to pick up next time. Dun, dun, dun. We're down to the last leg. Dun. We've got we've gotten the car chase. We've got in the traumatic Bond girl death. <laughs> now we just got to kill James Bond. Yes. Can it be done? Can it be done? We're getting close. He has nowhere left to hide. So we will just have to find out when we get to that point. But for now, thanks everybody for listening to Improv Tabletop. We'll be back next week with the thrilling conclusion of our adventures in the world of Bond Must Die. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as Dr. Manhattan's insurance agent <laughs> that he did not crash his car if you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us there, uh, maybe you would like to talk with Evan about his many connections to Jaws. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. And we're starting with the newest member of the Sticker Club, Colin Greenwood. Welcome to the party. <gasps> welcome, welcome, welcome. And in addition to Colin, we are shouting out Paul Cosgrove and Sammy Ryan. Nice. Uh, these three are the engineers at Uber Evil who were outfitting all of your cars for this car chase. Great, ah, great service. Very reliable. Four and a half stars. <laughs> I mean, that, that giant bobblehead, very useful. That homunculus cannon. Oh, I mean, couldn't live without that. <laughs> yeah, you got Sammy helping out with the demonic summon 
openings yeah, to get all these yeah. monkey alive for you. Those are fragile too. You need good people for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks everybody for helping out to uh, make this car chase a reality. <laughs> we'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you, dear listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improv tabletop, where you can also get things like Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more, such as uh, if we've managed to get our butts in gear fast enough, our current ongoing patron exclusive campaign, Miceborn, Woo! the Mouse Ritter Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're returning to the Miceborn world using a delightful little indie game called Mouse Ritter. Incredibly dangerous. Incredibly surprisingly lethal yeah. for playing <laughs> as cute little critters. It's so cool. The, uh, the character creation rules are designed to be as streamlined as possible so that if your character dies, you can just roll up another one right yeah. in the middle of the session. <laughs> Takes like a minute and a half. It's great. So if you want to get back in on the Miceborn love, uh, go check that out over on our Patreon. Now let's do a round of plugs. Evan, would you like to take that this time around? Yeah. Uh, if you uh, haven't checked it out yet, go check out our sister podcast, iCast Fireball, which it's done right now, right? Uh, campaign and one. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they're the ones that supplied the fireball that we all had to drive through. That's, That's true. <laughs> they do that a lot, they, they just finished a campaign. So your binge will be feature complete. You can go through the whole thing and have a, you know, very satisfying conclusion and no more no more cliffhangers for a couple months i don't know i don't know when you do you know when they're can we leak when when are you coming back uh thomas doesn't like me leaking stuff for i cast fireball so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave that up to him that's fair that's fair uh but yeah check them out and connor plugged a video game i'm plugging a video game <laughs> satisfactory I don't think I've ever gotten to 100 hours in a game so fast, uh, except for maybe Tears of the Kingdom. But they just announced they're an early access game, and they just announced that 1.0 is coming this year. Let's go. Okay. So the full release. So I would say, I would personally say, actually, this is a weird plug. Don't jump right in, <laughs> but go buy it because it'll probably be a little cheaper right now than it will be when it launches. And then... Play less than two hours to see if you like the style of game it is. And if you do, stop. And then wait for 1.0 and then dive all the way in because you'll be trapped for hundreds and hundreds of hours. Uh, and if you don't like it, Steam will let you refund it. So hey, that's my plug. Satisfactory. Really cool. Game devs. Very communicative. Very interactive with the community. Good updates. Fun game. Right on. Heck yeah. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us here in the world of Bond Must Die for this very satisfactory car chase. Hey. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Connor Wood, Bond Breaker. Uh, Evan Peterson, just a, just a sad little guy. <laughs> Justin Porter, a.k.a. JPN. It's over, Bond. I have the high ground. <laughs> Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. Uh, in contemplation of our last episode, I realized that, you know, I just want to state that I, Ned Wilcock, am in no position to accurately portray the perfect woman. So just... I disagree. Oh. I think you got this in the bag. Thank <laughs> you. When I think perfect woman, I think Ned Wilcock. Oh, thank you. Hosting GM. I'm flattered. <laughs> Man, I did discover, actually, since our last recording, that there's a podcast out there called Kill James Bond, where three women talk about how terrible James Bond is. Oh, hey, wow. There you go. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah.